Hello, this is the Writer's Health Desk, and I am your host, CWD. I am coming to you with inspiration and expectation of all the things that you can do as a writer. And we are in Season 1 of the Writer's Help Desk. And Season 1 has all been about the tools that you need as a writer for your writer's toolbox. So we've covered a lot of ground, given you some ideas of ways and means to skill yourself and arm yourself in the battle that is writing uh, stories and memoirs and poetry and novels and whatever it is that you choose to write. And we've talked about creativity and how your brain works and all the marvellous, weird and wonderful ways that we tend to find roadblocks as we start this journey and continue on in writing and figure out our place and our voice as writers. So uh, what I wanted to talk with you about today in our episode number nine is how do you feel about yourself? So we talked a couple of episodes ago about the way in which writing exposes you and tells you as a story and uh, you discover things about your thoughts and feelings about particular subjects you never knew you had an opinion on. And that's very critical and very interesting and you can take a lot of time to think about the ways and means in which you discover a lot about yourself through the process of writing. There's a reason why people suggest that writing a journal is very therapeutic and that's because it helps us to write through all kinds of emotions and thoughts and feelings and when you put things on a on a piece of paper or in a word document or something like that it gets it out of your brain and you stop churning around in your mind without moving forward so writing it down on the page is a way to move forward in an emotional aspect if you're doing journaling for for a particular thing that you're dealing with or if you're just doing it because you want to be mindful about your life but it's also a way of moving forward through a story is to write it because when you have an idea about something then as you move forward through the story and you're typing it out you then come across things is that we're never there in in your initial idea and so that's that's the journey of a writer and as you climb that Mount Everest of writing you come across these little boulders and little rocks and little pathways that you need to navigate through to get to the ultimate goal which is something that's finished but today what I wanted to talk to you about was something related but different and that is how do you feel about yourself so When you're writing, it's easy to start questioning things, questioning your validity as as a person, as a writer, as somebody with a point of view, as somebody who doesn't have the right education to, to write this particular thing that you're writing or doesn't have the right background and perhaps not the right expertise to write on a particular subject. But... The truth is, is that you can write almost anything that you want to write. 
pretty much everything. I'll say everything. I'm sure there's an exception there, but as with all English and all rules, there are exceptions. So the thing then becomes is why do we look outside for answers? Why do we constantly question all of these things, whether we're capable enough and whether our point of view is valid or not? When in fact, our point of view is the only point of view that's exactly like ours because even if you've grown up as a twin, I'm sure that your point of view on the world is slightly different to your other twin because nobody has experienced exactly the same thing as you. Nobody has the exact same take on the world as you do. Nobody's got the same personality as you do. In the combination and sort of balance, some people have got 90% comedy and 10% everything else. Other people might have 0.5% comedy and 10% drama and 50% thriller in their lives. Or not even in their lives, but in their writing. Because you don't necessarily have to have lived the spy life to write a spy novel. And you don't necessarily have had to murder somebody to write a murder mystery. And when you think about it, there's a lot of things that start to make sense. When you really think about, well, I don't have to have been that thing to be able to write about it. I don't have to have lived in the 1850s to write about the 1850s. As long as you do your research, and that's part of, part of the, the job of a writer, is to do a bit of research, then you can write about almost anything. The novel that I'm writing at the moment is set in Paris. I've been there twice in my life, but I haven't, I haven't lived there. And I can, can tell you some things about Paris, but I can't tell you everything about Paris that there is to know. I can't even tell you everything that there is to know about the town that I live in. And I've lived in the town that I've lived in for many, 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 many years. Since I was a kid, in fact. So, just think about that. Just think about the fact that you don't have to know everything in order to write what you want to write. You are the writer, and you are the one with the answers. You can choose to write about anything that you choose to write about. And depending on what it is that interests you, you go down that path. If it is the 1850s, a high drama novel that you would like to write, or maybe it's a murder mystery set in the 1850s, you still have to do a little bit of research. But that doesn't stop you from starting to write now. You can write a story and incorporate the research later once you know what the research that you need is. Of course, what you write now will be a far different uh, thing to what the end product is. But the basic story will be there. I wrote another book, a novel that I'm rewriting, and uh, that's about ice skating. And uh, I love watching ice skating, and I've been ice skating a couple of times, but I wouldn't say I'm a very good ice skater. I can do a couple of laps of the ice rink, but that's about it. But I decided to write this novel, and I wrote it. I wrote a pretty decent attempt at, at a novel, and once I'd written it, and I was doing my read through and deciding whether 
what ended up on the page was exactly um, what I was going for. I decided that it wasn't 100% exactly what I was looking for in that particular story. And so I set out to rewrite it. And on either of these occasions, though in between, I had thought that, well, I need to brush up on my ice skating terminology and figure out how to choreograph a epic ice skating sequence, I realised that I didn't really need to know all of those things. I didn't know, need to know the difference between a triple toe loop and a Lutz and I didn't need to be able to figure it out whilst watching the uh, Winter Olympics and know the details of the scoring and that. Obviously it helps to know these background information. But the truth of the matter is, is that you can write a pretty good story without a lot of the background and then go and research it later. And the only reason that we feel like we need to have all this background and we need to have all of these things in place, particularly education-wise, some people think that they need to uh, have a degree in English literature to be able to write English, to write a book or to write a short story. But I don't think that that is a true thing. Sometimes, for some people, uh, that can help. But with any formal education, there's obviously criteria that they have to mark you against. And often, those are not creative criteria, they are technical criteria. And so, it's all about this core element of how do you feel about yourself as it relates to writing, but in general as well. Do you trust yourself to write? and write something that could be good with some work? Do you trust yourself to put in what needs to be in and figure out what is missing when you're working on it? Because I reckon you could. I reckon you've got it in you. And if you're struggling, and if you come to a point where it's difficult, well, that's where you get some help. But you don't necessarily need help to get the idea starting to form on a piece of paper. You don't necessarily need someone to tell you that your first sentence that you've written ever is good enough. You don't necessarily need somebody to tell you that once you've written your first draft of your short story that it's what you wanted on the page because you know those things. Nobody else knows those things. Only you do. And if it's written as you intended and it comes out the way you wanted it to, it's like art. It's in the eye of the beholder. So many visual art pieces are down to personal opinion. Obviously there's a technical aspect to all of these things, but there is some merit to looking at something and going, yep, I get it. I like it. And it's the same for writing. The writing itself might not be technically great, but even still, you might still be able to read the book and go, wow, yeah, okay, the idea is there. I get it. I like the idea. And that's what's important. Once you know what it is that you are aiming for and you've got it there on the page and it's as intended, then you can work on the technical bits or you can work on the technical bits as you go. But often we look outside of ourselves for answers. We look outside of ourselves for how the piece of writing should be. We look outside of ourselves to get validation on who we are as people and as writers. And we're scared to fail. We're scared that people won't like what we've written. And so if we do share it, 
We share it in a way that if we don't get the response that we need, then we're going to collapse and we're going to say, well, see, there you go. There's proof that I shouldn't be a writer or that I'm not any good because you didn't get the response that you needed. Equally, if you share and you get advice and that advice is different to what you've written on the page and it's different to what you intend the story to be, as I've had happen on it from occasion to occasion, then you feel almost like you should change it. Like they've got a point that these people who you love and respect often, that they've got a point about your work and that your original idea and your intention was not valid. But that's not necessarily true because it might just be an issue of execution rather than your idea itself that could be what's holding people back from seeing what you see or those people might not be the target of people who would be interested in what you have to say in this particular instance. Now I'm not saying that you should die on every hill fighting battles about your stories because sometimes the feedback that we receive from others is valid and useful and can better our writing in so many ways but you as the writer have to decide and discern what it is that you are listening to and if you listen to every single piece of advice that you get from everyone else you are probably going to lose the thing that made your writing great the essence the difference and then you end up sounding like everybody else it's a term that people use a technical term called the writer's voice and it sounds all lofty and and uh kind of something to aspire to having a writer's voice but really what it means is you have a perspective and you're telling the story your way and not every other person's way and you're using your unique point of view and take on the world and incorporating that into your writing and it's marvelous it's marvelous that we can all be in the same place at the same time looking at the same object or experiencing the same series of events and see it totally differently to the person beside us. Because we're all wearing different points of view. We're all wearing different coloured glasses. So think about it. Trust yourself to know. Trust yourself to be the writer with the answers. Trust yourself to ultimately decide what goes in your writing. Take the power back from everyone else and own it. Own your voice. Own that piece of writing, own the story, own the idea and execution of that idea. And if your technical ability is not up to the idea and you're not there yet, that's okay. I realised that the first novel that I tried to write, after having all of these lovely, wonderful experiences with figuring out that the uh, advice that people around me were giving me was well-intended and useful in some ways, was not the story that I intended to write. After figuring all of that out, and a few years later, I realised, after putting it down and doing some more work on my technical skills, I realised that, hey, the story that I try- was trying to tell back then was just way, way out of my technical writing ability league. And it takes guts to realise that you don't have the skill yet to write that story. And that's okay. You know, you can always come back to that story if it's one that really has grabbed your attention and you still want to tell it in a few years' time when you've got a few other 
more technically simpler stories to tell told, you can go back and you can do it. But you have to start somewhere. And the best place to start is where you are. And the best thing that you can do is to share your voice. Share your voice. Not anybody else's. Because it's your voice that your readers will want to hear. And it's your voice that is the reason that you write. You're not writing to share somebody else's voice. You're writing to share your voice and your point of view and your stories and your imagination. And and if it's a memoir, it's going to be the same. It's not anybody else's take on that event or that person. It is your take on that event or person. So do it. Share your voice. You can do it. Decide for yourself what that story is going to be. Decide for yourself how you want to feel at the end and get the technical skills. Work on the technical skills along with this confidence that you're building in yourself that you can write and you can do it. But don't tackle too much at the same time because it's easier to get discouraged. And how you will feel about yourself when you're actually writing and not buried by so many sets of advice and so much information about what it is that you should and shouldn't do in a particular writing scenario for a particular technical skill set that you're trying to achieve, you will feel better about your writing because you will accept where you are and you'll know that you're going to get there and you're going to do it your way. But not in a way that's like selfish or ego-driven. It's because you're a writer and writing is a way to share your point of view on the world. It's inherent with the art form. It's inherent with creating something from nothing. You are sharing your point of view, whether you like it or you don't like it. And if you change your point of view to suit a certain set of expectations from somebody else you're just letting your own point of view be pushed to one side of course you can incorporate their ideas and you can make it sing and you can appreciate wow that's a really good idea but that's not really the take that I was going for but maybe in the next story I'll incorporate it or maybe it's a really good idea and you really like it actually better than the idea that you originally came up with. That's fine too. But just make sure that you're making the decision. You're consciously thinking, is this the story that I want to tell? And if it is, and if you are, then you're going to be happy at the end. You're going to feel fulfilled with what you've written. You're going to feel satisfied and proud because it's you on a page and it really is you and yes that can be vulnerable and that can be scary but it's also very liberating and I want you guys to feel free I want you guys to feel what it feels like to really excel at being yourself and trusting yourself and finding your voice and writing with confidence Because that is the essential tool in the writer's toolbox that you need to keep going. Is confidence in yourself, in your, what you're doing, in your perspective. 
And everything else can come. Everything else can come. And so, dear writers, we are at the end of another exciting, thought-provoking episode of the Writer's Help Desk. If you have, I'm sure, thoughts, opinions, comments, suggestions, please get in contact with me because I would love to hear from you. And if you're thinking about getting some help, I'm here for you because I have been where you are and I know what it's like to struggle with confidence and to try to figure out your own voice and to receive feedback that you're not always knowing what to do with. And these things sometimes require a neutral third party to give you that extra little nudge in the direction that's best for you. So if that sounds good, let me know because I'd love to help you in any way that I can. So write your truth, write your perspective and trust yourself because you are reader number one. I'm CWD, this is the Writer's Help Desk and I will see you next time, dear writers. See you on the flip side.